have a seat at the table. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and tell them you have a seat at the table. Uh, turn to yourself and say, I have a seat at the table. Amen. We are going to read. Uh, if we can stand up uh, for the reading of the word uh, from the book of Luke chapter 15 from verse 11. I'm going to read a very common, very familiar scripture that all of us are, uh, I believe, are well acquainted with. If not, uh, it will be good as well to learn something this morning. Amen. Amen. Then he said, a certain man had two sons. And the young of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of my goods uh, that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the young son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country. Can you say far country? Far. And there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, say spent all. There arose a severe famine in the land, and he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and then he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he had come to himself, say come to, him, to himself, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger, and I will arise and go to my father, and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father, but when he was still a great uh, a way off, his father saw him. And had compassion, and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And, his, and the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in, and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet, and bring the fetid calf here and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. Hallelujah. For this son, for, for this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found and they began to be merry. We can take our seats in the sanctuary. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. Hallelujah. We hear uh, from the scripture or the text that we just read that there was a son, uh, there was a man who had two sons and one of the sons went to his father and said, dead, I need, I need you to give me my portion of riches. I, I need you to give me what belongs to me. Give me what's mine, right? So the father gave him, uh, the word of God told us that the father split his livelihood into two. Amen. And he gave this son his portion. This son went away to a far away land. Hallelujah. Say he went away, he went away. to a far away land. So the Bible has just told us he went away to a land that was far away. And when he went there, he began to spend everything that his father had given him until that money ran out. Hallelujah. Until he had nothing. The word of God says then he joined himself to a citizen of that land where he had gone. And that citizen gave him a task and, and, and told him to go and take care of the swine, of the pigs, right? And he also began to eat the food that the pigs were eating or the swine 
uh, was eating. Amen. That's how low he had gotten. That's how rock bottom this, this young man had gotten to. Amen. He, was, he, has, he had really uh, gotten to a place of desperation, a place uh, where everything he had, he had lost. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm glad this morning I said that the, 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 the sermon or the topic of my message is that you have a seat at the table. Hallelujah. When you read this story, you would think, right, that this young man, because he had gone to his father and then he had asked for his portion, that the father had disowned him, right? Was it wrong for him to ask for his portion? Yes or no? No, right? It was a portion that belonged to him. So it was right for him to say, Father, I need what belongs to me, right? Give me my portion, right? Even though it was out of the due time when the father would have given him, but he was asking for what was rightfully his, right? His father had served this portion for him. But in due time, he was going to give it to his son. But this son goes to the father and says, Father, I'm, I've been waiting for what is mine. I'm 18 years now. Now it means I have freedom. I can go out of my father's house now because I'm 18 years of age, right? I've, 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 I've gotten to, I'm now legal, right? So he goes to his father and says, Father, I've been waiting to turn 18. Now I'm 18. It means now I can go on my own. I can go do what I want to do, right? So the father gives him his portion. Hallelujah. So he goes away to a faraway land. Hallelujah. I, I, I made you repeat that word, faraway land, because that's where the, the whole story lies. Amen. In that he went to a faraway land where he was out of sight, where the father could not see him. Amen. He, was, he had gone away from, from the father, from the face of the father. Hallelujah. When the father, we were told that the father had two sons. I believe to the father it mattered to him to be in relationship with his son to be in communion, to be in fellowship with his son, finding out what's going on in my son's life, what's happening with my son, amen. The father loved his son so much that he had saved even a portion of his wealth for this son. Even when the son asked for his portion, the father didn't argue with him. The father said, I have a portion, yes, I've been all my life, I've been saving it for you. All my, my hard labor, half of it is for you. That's how much the father loved this son. How much does the Father love you this morning? How much does God love you? Amen. God loves us enough to give us the very darling of heaven. His only begotten son. The word of God says he became man, right? So that we could be saved. He became flesh so that you and I could attain salvation. Hallelujah. That's how much he loved us. He became flesh and he walked on earth like men walk. Amen. That's how much he loved us. Amen. He had a portion of the kingdom allotted for us. There's a portion of the kingdom that is, that is in, 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 in abeyance or in reserve for you and I. The word of God says, how, how great your goodness stored up for those that love you. Hallelujah. There are good, there's, there's goodness, there's mercy, there's grace, there are riches in heaven, there are riches on this earth that are allotted for the children of the living God. So it's, it's okay for you to say, God, give me what belongs to me. I, your word has said you have given me riches. I want to walk in those riches. Amen. Amen. But this son, we are told that he didn't want anything to do with the father. A few weeks ago, I was talking about how we want the gift, but we don't want the gifter. We want the one that gives the blessing, but we don't want the blesser. So this son was saying, I want what is the blessing, but I don't care to have a relationship with you. Hallelujah. How many times do we run to God when we want something? 
But when things are okay, we don't care to look for him. We don't care to, to seek for him, right? Like the son, when everything was going well, he didn't care for a relationship with the father, right? He took his wealth, he went away to a faraway land, and the word of God says he began to spend his wealth recklessly over there. Amen. But the, the main focus here, if, you, if we turn our Bibles to the book of Genesis, amen, chapter 3, I believe it's verse 7, we're going to see something similar, amen, um, from uh, Genesis chapter 3, I'll read from uh, verse 8. It's talking about Adam and Eve after they had fallen. The Bible tells me, and they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Hallelujah. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord called out to Adam and said to him, where are you? Right? The Lord was accustomed to coming uh, every day to the garden. And there he would fellowship with Adam and Eve. He would talk to Adam and Eve and say, Adam, how is your day going? Adam, what have you named today? Uh, did you see the giraffe today? Did you see the lion today? Right? God would come in the cool of the day and fellowship with mankind. But this day, something had gone amiss. Something had gone wrong. God comes to the garden. And Adam and Eve, they are nowhere to be found. Hallelujah. He's like, my friend, where are you? Our, our appointment time has come. The time that we talk together, the time that we fellowship is now. Where are you? Adam and Eve, they are nowhere to be found. Hallelujah. I'm glad you are in the house of the Lord this morning. You are somewhere to be found. Amen. God will find you this morning because you have come to the house of the Lord. The word of God says God came looking and said, Malvin, are you there? Where are you? But I was hiding. Adam was hiding. Eve was hiding. Why were they hiding? God wanted communion and fellowship with man. He wanted to talk to them about what was going on in their lives. He wanted to, talk, to share with them the mysteries of the things of heaven. But when he came with a burning story, I, I can't wait to get to Adam and Eve so I can tell them what's happening. Then he gets there. They are nowhere to be found. They are hiding. Hallelujah. Then he says, Adam and Eve, where are you? Hallelujah. Then we hear the word of God telling us, then the Lord called to Adam and said to him, where are you? Hallelujah. So he said, I heard your voice. Hallelujah. Listen to this. I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. I heard your voice. The voice that in, 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 in the days past would give me a calm and assurance. But this time when I heard that voice, I was afraid. What had gone wrong? What was amiss in this, in, 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 this, in this instance? What had changed? God is like, my voice is supposed to be a voice of solace for you. It's supposed to be a voice of comfort for you. But what has gone wrong? Why are you now in hiding, hiding from my voice? My voice is supposed to give you safety. My voice is supposed to give you assurance. But why are you hiding? Because you heard my voice. Hallelujah. How many times? Right? Do we not go to the Lord in prayer because of the things that have been happening in our life? When prayer is supposed to be the place where we get strength, when we are in prayer and in communion with God, that's where we are supposed to get encouragement. But all of a sudden, last, yesterday went by and you didn't go to the house to, to, of the Lord to pray. And today, this morning, you didn't even bother to say, God, good morning, because you are afraid. There is something that's, that's been happening in your life that has caused a vacuum to exist between you and God. Amen. 
there was something that had happened between this young man who went to the father and said, Father, I want my riches. Then he went away. But the father yearned relationship. God yearned for relationship. Amen. God yearns for a relationship with us. He yearns to be in fellowship with you. He, lo he longs to hear you calling to him and say, Our Father, who art in heaven, how Lord be thy name. Amen. It gives him pleasure when his children call unto his name. But sometimes there is something that is called sin that separates us from the love of God. The word of God, uh, when we define sin, it is, it is when we miss the mark. Right? When, you, when there is something that's expected of you and you do otherwise, right? When you are expected to do something, then you fall short of that. Now, the word of God tells us in the book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 23, that for all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. Who is all? Me and, me and you. Amen. You and I. We all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. There is no one righteous. Amen. We are like Adam and Eve. When God is coming to have fellowship and communion with us, we are nowhere to be found. We are hiding from God because of the things that have been happening in our lives. When his voice is supposed to be a voice of comfort, all of a sudden it has become a voice of condemnation. Hallelujah. When his voice is supposed to be a voice of refuge, his voice has, has become a, a, a voice, a voice of judgment. Hallelujah. But I love the word of God because God, God knew what Adam and Eve had done. But in spite of what they had done, God came into the garden and said, Adam and Eve, where are you? Hallelujah. God is the first one to, to, uh, to, to breach uh, or to, to, to mend the breach. Amen. He's the first one to make a way for reconciliation. He's the first one to reach out to Adam and Eve and say to them, where are you? Why are you hiding? Amen. Amen. So we see the consequence of sin. That sin doesn't do anything but separate us from the love of God. Amen. The word of God says, my, my hands are not too short that I cannot serve. No, my ears heavy so that I cannot hear your prayers. Amen. But iniquity, right, unrighteousness has separated us from the love of God. Amen. Like the prodigal son. Amen. Here, he, he, there was something that was drawing him away from the relationship with the father. There was a lifestyle that was calling to him that he wanted to do apart from the father. Then we see him saying, the word of God telling us, you went to a faraway land. Amen. This morning, I don't know where we are. We might be in a faraway land where the father is wondering where we are. Today, this morning, we might be in a place where God can't trace us. Amen. Where God is yearning for a relationship with us. Amen. But I love the word of God because the word of God tells me that this young man, after he had gone where he had gone. Now, the word of God also says, the thief comes to kill, to steal and to destroy. But he came that we might have what life and have life in what? In abundance. That's why God, that's why Christ came. Amen. He didn't come to condemn us. Hallelujah. Because the Bible tells me in the book of uh, Romans chapter 8 verse 1 that there is now no, no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. He came to reconcile us to God. Amen. The word of God says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Amen. God, God mended the bridge that was between us and him when he gave his only begotten son. He said, the word of God Tell, tell, told us that the father every day would look to the streets. Amen. Looking for the return of his son. He would wonder, where is my son? Hallelujah. He would be wondering, where is my son? I want my son to come back. 
Right? He, I, I can imagine that father praying to God, saying, God, I don't know where my son is, but wherever he is, keep him. Make him know that this house is always welcome for him. Make him to know that he can come back anytime. I don't know what he might be in. I don't know what he might be doing, but let him know that he can always find his way back home. Hallelujah. Amen. This morning you can find your way back to the Father. It doesn't matter what situation you are in, what condition you are in. Because you have come to the house of the Lord, the word of God says this young man came back to his senses. Hallelujah. He came back to himself and he says, in my father's house, even the servants have plenty to eat. Hallelujah. Amen. Refuse. Because when the enemy comes, he wants he seeks nothing but to destroy you. He seeks nothing but to use you. Amen. This young man had, had so much in his father's house, but we find himself, uh, he finds himself eating the, what the, the pigs were eating, right? Because when the enemy takes hold of your life, he has no intention for good but to, de but to dehumanize you. He has no intention for good but to, to make a trash of you. He has nothing good but to make you uh, uh, seem like you are useless. Amen. But I'm glad this young man said, you know what? I'm coming back to my senses. I'm coming back to myself. I'm going to go back to my father's house. This morning, the Lord is looking for those that are saying, God, from where I am, I'm finding my way back to you. God, from where I am, Lord, I see my path straight, my road clear back to you, oh God. I hear you calling me in the cool of the day, saying, where are you? Because you want a relationship with me. Amen. This young man came back to his senses. And he says, I'm going to go to my father's house. There is plenty to eat at my father's house. Hallelujah. At his, at his table, there is plenty to eat. Even the servants, they eat and they are filled. Hallelujah. I can't live this life anymore. There is a time that you have got to get tired of being tired. Amen. You have to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. And do something about where you are. And say, God, I am coming to you. I'm running to you because your arms are spread out wide. Amen. The father was looking to the road, and when he saw his son, he recognized him, amen, and said, there is my son coming back. The word of God says the father immediately left what he was doing, ran to where his son was. He got there, he kissed him, amen, and he said, bring a robe, bring a ring, amen, hallelujah. When you go back to the father, the father has been waiting for you. There is a robe that has been waiting for you, and there is a ring, hallelujah, that's waiting for you. For you hallelujah now the robe that that he was going to wear was a robe of identity even the ring the ring would confess sonship that even though he had gone away but your place in my life as a son has not changed amen even though he had sinned even though things were you had gone away from the lord the father still says when you come back i'll confess sonship to you i'll confirm you as a son i'll confirm you as my child it doesn't matter how, how, how what you have done it doesn't matter where you are coming from but when i see you when you come to me i'm not going to ask you about your yesterday but i'm going to accept you and i'm going to clothe you with the garments of praise amen this young man he had been suffering and and everything about him was sorrowful but the garment that he wore was a garment of praise when you come back to the father he will take your garment of sorrow and give you a garment of praise he will take your sorrow and give you joy for the spirit of heaviness this young man came to the house of the Lord and the father said welcome back son hallelujah to this morning the Lord is saying to somebody welcome back hallelujah
The Lord is saying, welcome back. You have, you have done the right thing to come to the house of the Lord. Amen. He's saying, well done. You have made it back to where I am. Hallelujah. Then the father took a ring and placed it on his finger and said, your past does not change my relationship with you. Hallelujah. Your past will never change the relationship that you have with the Father. He loves you. The word of God says, what great love is this? That whilst we still sinners, Christ Jesus died for us. Hallelujah. He didn't wait for you to be right. He, the word of God says, he, he, he came to us when we were still sinners. There are times that we are, we are like, you know what? I, I want to make things right first before I go to the house of the Lord. I want to put my house in order first. I want to be righteous first before I can go back to God. Hallelujah. This young man could have been at a, at a place where he's saying, I need to recover all the wealth that I had lost before I can go back to the Father. I need probably to clean myself up a little bit before I can go back to the Father. Hallelujah. But I want to tell you this. When you try to help yourself, you always fall short. The word of God has told us from the book of Romans 3.23. For all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. Amen. And even our righteousness, the word of God is, says, they are like filthy rags before God. We can never attain salvation or righteousness by our own works or by our own doing. There are times you say, you know what, I need to, to, to make sure I, I get rid of this before I can go to church. Right? But the word of God is saying, come as you are. Hallelujah. Come as you are. Amen. Come as you are. And the Lord will give you strength to make things right. Amen. I'm reminded of a woman that was brought to Jesus one time. She was caught in the act of prostitution. She was brought to Jesus. Amen. And, and the men wanted to stone her. And when they brought her to Jesus, Jesus kneeled down and began to write and said, Let him who has no sin be the one to cast the first stone. Jesus kneeled there and he began to write. I don't know what he was writing. Probably was saying in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I don't know. Some say he was writing the sins of all the men that had come to stone this woman. But the, the next thing that I hear is that when Jesus lifted up his eyes, all the men had gone. And he looked to the woman and said to her, where are they that condemned you? And, and, and he says, they are gone. And he says, if, neither will I condemn you. Amen. Go and sin no more. Hallelujah. That was a new start. That was a new beginning for her. Hallelujah. This woman, I want to tell you, she has a place at the table this morning. Hallelujah. This woman has a seat at the table this morning. Come as you are. Hallelujah. He says, come as you are. Though your sins are as red as scarlet, I'll wash them as white as snow. Hallelujah. That's what he promised. He says, come let us reason together. Hallelujah. Come let's, let's reason together. Hallelujah. He says, come buy for no price at all. Hallelujah. He paid the price for our salvation. He paid the price for your deliverance, for my salvation. Hallelujah. It was fully paid. Today I can stand and I say I'm righteous, not because of anything good I've done, but because of the good he did. Amen. Hallelujah. Because of the good he did. The father was looking to the streets and waiting for his son to come back. And when he saw him, he rejoiced. He ran to him. He embraced him. Hallelujah. Even my Bible tells me, at the conversion of one person to come to the kingdom of the Lord, angels rejoice in heaven. Angels celebrate when someone comes to the Lord. Angels are happy. There is celebrations in heaven because the, the, the angels will be saying, one of ours has returned. Amen. Hallelujah. The father said, let's get the, the, fattened, the, the, the fattest cow. Let's kill it. Hallelujah. One Sunday school boy was asked uh, uh, about about this young, they were being taught this story in Sunday school. And uh, then he was asked, who was not happy 
uh, when the, the prodigal son returned. And his answer was the fat, the fattened cow. <laughs> Hallelujah. It was not heavy because it was in trouble. Hallelujah. But we also know of a brother, amen, who was not happy. Hallelujah. Because the, the, the younger brother had come back, and this young brother, he was out there tending the ship, and he hears this, that, he hears celebration and music. And he says, what is that noise? What is that sound? What is that music I'm hearing? What is that symphony that I'm hearing? Hallelujah. And one of the seven says, your brother is returned. Hallelujah. And my Bible tells me that he was saddened. He was angry. He was upset. Hallelujah. He's like, how can my father throw a party for my brother when I have been faithfully serving him all this time? Hallelujah. How many times do we get angry when we see someone being promoted and you're like, God, but I've been serving you faithfully, but how come you're leaving me behind? How come you're passing me by? How many times when you see someone, probably they just come to the house of the Lord and all of a sudden you see them, they are doing serving somewhere in the house of the Lord. You're like, but how come pastor didn't appoint me to do that? Right? I've been faithful from day one when we started. I've not missed any single Sunday. What's happening? Right? This young man was like that. He's like, I've been faithful. I've been faithful. And, but, but how come the, the, no party was thrown for me? How come nothing was done for me? Hallelujah. He was grievous. Amen. He was angry. He was upset. Hallelujah. But the father turned to him and said, everything that I have is yours. Hallelujah. Do not be upset. This your brother was lost, but now he is saved. That's why we are rejoicing. Hallelujah. We are going to be challenged as believers, as children of the Lord. Like I said, there are some people that are going to come to the house of the Lord. When you look at them, probably you're going to cast a judgmental eye and say, you know what? Oh, they can never stand on that pulpit. They can never be in present worship. They can never be ushers in this church from where they are coming from. I know their mess. I know what they have been through. But I want to tell you this. God is calling us to have a heart that is full of love, a heart that is long-suffering, a heart that is patient, a heart that is tolerant. Amen. There are times that you are going to be upset. There are times that you are going to be disappointed. But I want to tell you this, that when we, when we remain faithful in God, our time of celebration will come. Amen. Our time when God will reward you will come. Amen. Wait your turn. God will not forget you. Amen. God will not forget you. He will bless you accordingly. Amen. Amen. So we are going to see that happening. People that we least expected, that we didn't think they would get saved, we will see them come into the house of the Lord and we will see God blessing them. We will see God elevating them. Hallelujah. What I encourage you to do when you see someone being promoted, being blessed, be with them, celebrate with them, amen. The word of God says celebrate with those that celebrate and mourn with those that mourn, amen. So it, it is our responsibility as children of God to show love to people. New people that are going to come in here, it's up to you and I to make them feel at home, amen. It's, a, it's up to you and I when they come to the house of the Lord, for them not to feel judged. Amen. It is up to you and I for them not to feel condemned. Amen. Amen. The word of God says, if it, Christ lifted up and says, neither do I condemn you. If they have not condemned you, why would I condemn you? Hallelujah. Christ has not cast condemnation on you. Why should we cast condemnation on others? Amen. It's up to us, amen, to say when people come to the house of the Lord, we introduce them to the table and say, you have a seat at the table. You have a place in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Am I preaching good this morning? Amen. Hallelujah. The last story I want to tell you about is about a man. He had a, a son. He had one, only one son. And he and his son 
they, 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 they collected art. So then one time when, uh, during World War, the son had to go to war. So he went to war. When he was there uh, fighting, he had one of his friends that drew a painting of him. Hallelujah. Now, as he was at war like that, this young man uh, who, who had been collecting art with his father uh, died at battle. Then one day, the father had a knock on the door, and this young soldier comes in and says, I'm sorry for the loss of your son, but before he died, I drew a painting of him. I have this portrait that I have that, uh, of him. So he gave this portrait to the father. Now, this father was wealthy. They collected art that was very, very expensive. So after the father had died also, what the father did, uh, he said, everything that I have, all the paintings that we had collected, auctioned them off. So on the day of the auction, the, fa the, 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 the father gave an instruction actually before he, he left that whoever, uh, before anyone can buy all my paintings, the first painting they have to buy is the painting of my son. So all these wealthy men from around the city came to this auction. Some of them began to call out, come on, let somebody just buy that painting so we can buy the stuff we want to buy, right? Then this young soldier that they had drawn this also came to the auction. And as he was at the auction, and as the people were saying, we, just, we need someone to just you know, buy this painting. So initially it was $100. Then no one was wanting to buy that painting of the sun. Then the price was reduced, $50. Going for $50, no one wanted to buy it. Going for $20, no one wanted to buy it. Until the friend that had drawn this painting said, because of my friendship that I had with this, uh, with this young man before he died, I'm going to buy his painting. So he went and he, uh, he, he bid the, uh, for, for, for the painting. $20 going once, going twice, any takers? Nobody. Right? Then this son, so this young man, bought this painting. Then those, uh, the auctioneers came and said, the auction is over. The auction is finished. Right? Because in the will it was written, whoever will buy the portrait of my son will get everything that I own. Hallelujah. It is the same thing with the story of Jesus. Hallelujah. That when we receive Jesus, when we receive the son, everything that's in the kingdom, will be ours. Hallelujah. Everything that's in the kingdom will be yours. Amen. You don't have to do anything. Hallelujah. All you have to do, the word of God says, you have to receive his only begotten son and you will be saved. Anyone that believes in, in his heart and confesses with his mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord will be saved. Amen. So this young man inherited all the riches, all the paintings. Amen. That were worth millions of dollars. Amen. All priceless paintings that this, this old man had. But because he was willing to buy the portrait of the son. Hallelujah. Are you willing this morning to buy the portrait of Jesus? Are you willing this morning to make Jesus Christ your Lord and your Savior? I love the word of God. He says the young man came back to his senses. and says, let me go back to my father's house. Even the servants, they are eating and they are filled. They are not even eating... Uh, like I'm eating, eating the, 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 the food of the, of, 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 of the swine. They are eating and they are filled. They have plenty to eat. In the house of the Lord, there is plenty to eat. Hallelujah. In the house of the Lord, there are plenty blessings. Hallelujah. And God is looking for someone that will say, God, 
It doesn't matter what my past has been like, but I'm, I'm here today. I want to start over. I'm here today. And the Lord is saying, my arms are, are, are spread out wide. I have a ring ready for you. I have a robe that is ready for you to clothe you with royalty, to clothe you with righteousness. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let's stand up to our feet this morning. Hallelujah. You and I, we have a seat at the table. Hallelujah. We have the seat at the table of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. He doesn't cast judgment on us. Hallelujah. He says, come to me, all you who are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Hallelujah. He says, come to, you, come to me, and I'll give you rest. Hallelujah. With our, our heads bowed, if you are here, and you are like that son that bought, that, that man that bought the portrait of the son, and you are like, I want to know Jesus. So I can partake of the kingdom of God. So I can be an heir of the kingdom of God. If you are here, where you are, I just want you to raise up your hands. Don't be shy. The word of God says the young man came back to his senses and said, I want to return to my father. I want to go back to my father. I'm going to go back to my father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you this morning for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. Lord, we didn't deserve it. Lord, not of works, not of might, not of power, but Lord of your grace. Lord, we thank you. You loved us before we knew you. Come on, just thank him for his grace. Just thank him because he loved you. He picked you from the mighty clay. He set your feet upon the rock that cannot be moved. He took you from the mighty clay. And he says, come as you are. It doesn't matter what your yesterday is like. Come as you are and I'll give you rest. Come as you are and I'll cleanse you. I'll wash you. I'll purify you. Come and as you are. Come as you are this morning. Wherever you are, just begin to thank the Lord for his mercy. Just begin to thank him for his love. Just begin to thank him for his grace. Father, I thank you. You loved me. I thank you. You clothed me with righteousness. There is now no condemnation. There is no fold over my life, Father. Because you said my past is finished. My past is over. My past doesn't matter anymore. You give me a future. You give me hope. You give me an expected end. I'm grateful, Father, because of your mercy. I'm grateful, Father, because of your love. Father, we pray and we thank you this morning. You wash us anew. You cleanse us anew. You purify us, Lord. Refine us fire. Lord, we thank you for the life that you have in store for us. We thank you this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for your grace. We thank you, Father, for Jesus that became flesh that he can help us in all times, oh God, in, through all trials, through all temptations. We thank you this morning. We thank you, dear Jesus. We thank you for you loved us. You died for us. Father, on the cross, your arms were outstretched toward us. And Father, you said, forgive them for they know not what they do. We thank you for mercy this morning. We thank you. We receive your forgiveness. We receive your forgiveness, Father. And Lord, we pray as a church, give us a heart, Lord, to receive your people. 
when they come from all over the world, Father, from all different kinds of, of lives, Father, when they come with different backgrounds, Father, give us hearts, Lord, like the heart that you have for your people. Your word says you do not consider it robbery, Lord, to be made equal to God, but you humbled yourself, Lord, until you died on the cross. Father, we pray this morning and we say, Father, give us meek hearts, Father. Give us hearts that are receptive, that, Lord, as people come into this place, Lord, to seek your face, Lord, may we encourage them. May we cheer them on. May we celebrate them, Father. In the mighty and powerful name of Jesus, we pray. And the church of God said, Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.